Hi everyone, I'm Tara Mont, and you're listening to the Trust and Thrive with Tara Mont podcast, where you can find a new episode released every Thrive Thursday. I am a current clinical psychology graduate student, passionate about all things to do with mental health, relationships, healing, self-reflection, and other topics that influence us in our everyday lives. I created this podcast to hopefully inspire others to live their most authentic life and to share insightful and honest conversations with everyday individuals and informed professionals. Although the show is not a replacement for therapy, I hope the conversations had can inspire you to look within, to practice self-compassion, to gain more awareness, and to trust the process of your unique journey. If you resonate with the message of Trust and Thrive, make sure to subscribe and stay tuned. You can also stay connected by following me on Instagram at Trust and Thrive. Thank you for being here. Now let's get right into this week's episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Trust and Thrive. Once again, I need to update the intro of the podcast it still says I'm a grad student. I need to re-record that and I will soon. I keep forgetting, like genuinely, I need to add that to my list. I have a to-do list and I will write things down. And that's one of those things that I've just forgotten to do and add on my list. So that's next. Today, I wanted to talk about a mix of some topics, specifically though, to do with self-criticism, self-love, because it's also the day after Valentine's Day. And I think So much of what we talk about in general around this time of year is being in a relationship and partnerships, which can be great, of course. And at the same time, I want to reflect on the most important relationship that I will ever have, which is with myself. And I often forget to give myself the love that I give to other people and the time and energy that I give to other people. So I just want to share a few things that have helped me practice more self-love. And I know that term can be thrown around and there can sometimes be toxic positivity related to self-love with, you know, just take care of yourself or drink that juice. And that's not necessarily always what self-love looks like. Sometimes it's as difficult as being honest with ourselves, setting boundaries, and maybe following through with certain decisions that are uncomfortable or maybe hard for us to make. So I'm, of course, only sharing my personal experience. Even though I am a registered associate, I am simply speaking as a human. This is not a replacement for therapy. And we all have different views on this subject, any subject. So I'm just sharing my personal experience once again. Take it with a grain of salt. And if you can resonate and relate, let me know. You can find me at Trust and Thrive on Instagram and TikTok. And I would love to know if this episode, any specific episode relates or resonates with you, please feel free to reach out. One thing that I've especially been working on is trying to speak to myself the same way I would speak to a loved one. And you may hear that a lot. You may hear people say like, you know, speak to yourself the way you would speak to someone you care about, speak to yourself as you would speak to a child who's just learning something new. And with so much of these messages online, like self-help and self-development, there's so many terms and phrases thrown out. And at the same time, we can see those, we can read those. And taking it in is like the hardest part of all of this. So what I've noticed in general is that my friends, my best friends can send me voice memos and messages of what they're going through. And I will validate them. I will validate the heck out of them. 
and obviously with my clients too. And I genuinely believe that. I genuinely feel that their feelings are valid. They deserve to be acknowledged and that they're not, in quotes, annoying or, or too sensitive or overreacting. They're, they're being human and having a normal, completely valid experience. And at the same time, I could share the exact same thing that a friend is going through to myself. For example, I could be going through that, I mean, and for some reason, when it's me going through it, I feel like I'm overreacting or I need to get it together or something's wrong with me and I shouldn't be making it a big deal in quotes. And I genuinely don't feel that way when it's other people. Like I want to support and validate and remind others that their experiences are valid even if others have it worse, even if others have it better, whatever it may be. And obviously having perspective is important too, but that's just that just goes without saying. So it's just so hard because my friends can also be celebrating something and I'll think it's so exciting if it's like, oh, you know, I set this boundary today or I put gas in my car when I wasn't going to do it today, something like that. And I will celebrate it as well. And that also goes with celebrations. Like I mentioned, my loved ones could be excited about something. I'm so proud of them and acknowledge that and love to celebrate those wins and support them through the times that aren't easy as well. And at the same time, if that's me, I think like, okay, that's not a big deal. You're not doing enough. You're being lazy. You need to do more. And that inner critic just won't shut up (laughs) for myself. And it's so tough, by the way. I am not here to invalidate anyone's experience and say, just think positive thoughts and, and don't listen to that inner critic. Yes, that would be lovely if it were that easy. And at the same time, it could be really, really difficult. And obviously, depending on your situation, your past, what you've been through, the cultural expectations, gender roles, the family you grew up with, where in the world you are, the age you are, whatever it may be, we all have different experiences and specifically with being compassionate with ourselves and showing ourselves love. And I think self-love and self-compassion in many ways go hand in hand. But specifically with self-love, I I see self-love as a constant practice that can sometimes be uncomfortable. And I will clarify that. So for me, I struggle to set boundaries and I've been working on it. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that that's like 90% of what I talk about on with my posts is setting boundaries and, you know, unlearning people pleasing ways, which can be really challenging when that's a way I have lived for so long. And so even with myself, I think, okay, I'm working on setting boundaries with other people. Yet at the same time, I forget to set boundaries with myself. And an example of that may look like putting my phone down at night and not scrolling back and forth or not responding to texts right away, even though I feel like I need to. Or telling myself that I can't take this take this on because I already have a lot on my plate. I need to limit the social gatherings I have or or the tasks I take on in a day, or else I will maybe just disappoint myself or slowly lead to burnout, which I don't want either. So when sometimes when I'm talking to myself, I genuinely feel like I am talking to a child and not in a way that I'm insulting myself at all, that I'm immature or anything like that, just in the sense that I approach 
myself with compassion and a sense of being gentle. Like with a child, I would especially approach them in a more gentle way. So for example, when I am feeling like overwhelmed or I'm having like, I call it an adult tantrum for myself, which is just feeling my feelings. Sometimes I struggle to process it in a way that maybe I feel proud of and that's okay. Sometimes I just need to like be annoyed and be upset at a lot of things. And obviously I'm not taking it out on anyone. I am human. I have done that. I try not to. But in those moments, I just let myself be annoyed and upset. And if I'm with loved ones, I just let them know that's how I am and has nothing to do with them. And it's not personal. So in those moments, I just let myself feel upset. I let myself have those bad days and think, okay, I'm not going to shame myself for being frustrated, being annoyed, being upset at who knows what. Maybe it's my hormones. Maybe I didn't get enough sleep. I don't know what it is. And that's okay. Sometimes that's okay. And I did make a post similar to this. And I think some people misinterpreted what I said to seem like I was just taking out my anger toward other people and have no self-awareness, which is not the case. What I meant was that there are times we will try to understand how we're feeling. And this is just like a personal take, what has worked for me. I try to intellectualize how I'm feeling way too often that sometimes I forget to just sit with the feeling. In the same way we look at a child and understand that they have moments of not understanding their own emotions. And obviously working with them to explore that is great. I don't have kids, so I'm not here to like tell anyone how to approach kids in that situation. I'm just talking about me in that moment and how in those moments I talk to myself as if I am a child. I talk to my inner child and I validate their emotions, their feelings. I remind them that there's nothing wrong with being upset. Of course, if I was hurting other people in my life and attacking them and, you know, throwing out words to them because I was upset about something else, that's different. That's not what I would promote. I would, though, encourage myself to just let myself be upset and that's okay. I don't always have to have the answer. I don't always have to understand how I'm feeling either. And and very often I do understand why I'm feeling a certain way, which is, of course, ideal. And I have been practicing understanding my own emotions and the root of them. And sometimes I don't know. And I don't know how many times I can say this, but (laughs) it is okay to not always understand why you feel a certain way. And for me, that is a form of self-love, letting myself just sit with the feeling. Another form of self-love for me is holding myself accountable. I so strongly believe that love and accountability go hand in hand. And for me, my definition of love, at least at this point in my life, includes holding others accountable because I love you enough to want you to be the best you can be. Because I love you enough to call out behavior that maybe wasn't right or was hurtful to others or hurtful to yourself. I want to hold other people accountable out of love. And in the same way, I want to hold myself accountable out of love. Self-love for me doesn't include avoiding my problems and avoiding any mistake I make and shutting everyone out and thinking I'm the best. Not at all. Of course, it's not the opposite either where I'm just very hard on myself because I struggle with self-criticism so much that if anything, I don't want to go to that extreme and say, oh, you're the worst. You hurt them. You could be better. 
I don't want to use the word balance either because I feel like there's no, that word is just thrown around a lot where as much as I would like there to be a balance. And so for me, it includes both and. Both having that self-compassion for myself and understanding I make mistakes and I'm human and that doesn't make me a bad person and being able to hold myself accountable and face parts of myself that I may not always be proud of. Both and. For me, self-love can be a mix of actions and ways I show up for myself. And the truth is sometimes self-love does look like putting a face mask on. Like sometimes it does for me. (laughs) Making a great coffee, letting myself rest. Even if that internal guilt comes in because I've been conditioned to believe that resting is lazy and wrong and that I shouldn't, challenging that thought for me is self-love and not shaming myself for feeling guilty because I know that that comes from a belief that maybe I no longer associate with or believe. So there are multiple layers for me of what self-love may look like. I just wanted to share a few examples. I have learned for myself that I can't hate myself into being a better person. I can only love myself into doing that. And whatever we want to call better in quotes, I just mean that I can't hate myself into growing in ways that I feel proud of. If anything, I will just feel worse about myself. And as someone who lives with OCD and struggles with intrusive thoughts, I have a lot more of those inner critics that come in, which are not necessarily my voice, if that makes sense, but they are the intrusive thoughts that I struggle with that are trying to tell me that I'm not a good enough person, that I'm really like mean and terrible, and I've convinced everyone that I'm decent when I'm really not. That's a whole other podcast episode. (laughs) But I just wanted to acknowledge that there are layers to this as well, especially if you live with certain mental health struggles or a diagnosis that may affect your thoughts in that way. Just a reminder to especially be compassionate and patient with yourself and that it's not like you have to just wake up one day and love yourself fully. I think there's a lot of pressure also to love yourself, like in quotes, just, you know, love your body, love yourself, love your mind, all of that. Of course, that's ideal. I hope we can all love ourselves. And we are living in a society that wants us to constantly find something wrong with ourselves so we can keep buying things so that we can feel connected to other people. And it's just, you know, there's a lot going on there. A lot of other systemic issues that play into this. But just to keep it on topic with the personal feeling today, I believe that holding myself accountable, setting boundaries with myself, being able to acknowledge when I'm wrong, which connects to the accountability part, letting myself rest and challenging beliefs that I've been taught that maybe have been passed down generationally. That to me is self-love. Doing the hard things and doing the great things too. Like I I love when I just sit down and watch The Bachelor show that like maybe in the past I thought people would judge me for. Like who cares? They're not even guilty pleasures to me. I just enjoy them. Life is tough and complicated enough that watching a very predictable show or movie or silly show is exactly what I need sometimes. 
So if you are listening to this, I would love to know what self-love looks like for you. There does not need to be one definition or view or answer to this. I would love to know if any of this resonates with you and hope you know that at the end of the day, whatever your situation may be, whether you grew up with parents or not, you are in a partnership or not, you feel happy with your friends or not, whatever it may be, I hope you know you are not alone. And I'm so thankful you are here. I'm so thankful that you chose to listen to this, that you chose to show up for yourself, that you chose to stay another day in this world. Thank you for being here. And once again, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Trust and Thrive. And if you have any topic suggestions for the show, guest suggestions, please feel free to reach out. That being said, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Give yourself some more love than usual. And we will be back with a new episode next Thrive Thursday. <laughs>